getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to today's Learning with me, Eni at Global.media. Some of my best clients don't sell to the LinkedIn connections. Instead, they get more business by partnering with people on LinkedIn. Forming partnerships on LinkedIn is relatively easy because you're not asking your connections to get the bank cards out. However, like my new client, Bob, who wants to connect with HR teams and consultants to get more customers for his health and safety business, there's no guarantee that your partners will ever lead to more clients. In fact, most partnerships you form either never get going or they just fizzle out into nothing very quickly. So today's episode of The Learning is all about how to form rewarding partnerships with LinkedIn connections and how you can make those partnerships lead to more business. I can talk about my client, Jess, the will writer, who worked with to form partnerships with accountants who could help him to get access to high net worth clients who could benefit from his services. I can talk about my client, Gary, who wanted to form partnerships with architects that could give him access to developers and homeowners who could benefit from his window film services. In case you don't know, window films are the new blinds and curtains, just to look better, and some of them are quite high tech. I could mention many more partnerships that were built using LinkedIn for our clients. And they include connecting contractors and building companies, manufacturers and retailers, marketers with marketing agencies and design houses. For all these clients, the leads have come flooded in. We get roughly 10 or more good partners for our clients every month. And our clients get to speak with them and start building their relationship. The big problem I see often is that my beloved clients don't seem to have the first clue about how to turn these partnerships into new business. That's why when my new client, Bob, commissioned us to work with him to build partnerships with HR agencies and consultants, I had to ask him, Bob, how are you going to turn these relationships into money? But to be fair, you know, Bob has some decent plans. I mean, Bob said simply that he plans to spend time, effort and money to speak with the new partners to find out about each other's services. He's also up for driving around the country to meet these partners face-to-face to further build that relationship and explore the opportunities. See, as I listened to Bob, I couldn't help but think in my little mind that there is a high risk that he won't get a meaningful amount of business from partners that he hopes for. So today's episode really is my letter to Bob to make his new partnerships work. So from here on, I'm gonna to touch on the importance of establishing clear goals for your partnerships, common mistakes that people make when they form partnerships with interconnections. And also, I want to talk about the process that you might want to use to get the right partners on LinkedIn. The juicy part is at the end where I talk about the strategies to actually make partnerships work. So let's get going. So the first step in any partnership is you working out the route that you're going to use to get the results you want. To know whether you got the results you want, obviously you need to have clear goals at the very beginning. Almost without exception, my clients want more clients and they hope and they plan to get those through their partnerships. You can try and be very specific about the sort of levels of business that you want that will make your partnerships worthwhile. You might want to go down the route of setting smart goals, if you insist, where you you write out very specific goals, make sure that they're measurable, they're achievable, you put a time limit on it. You could use that to try and monitor progress. Some people will say, just go with a flexible, see how it goes sort of relationship. The problem going with the see how it goes relationship is you might end up drifting 
and not know because you haven't set goals. So the first thing you want to set clear goals, at least that way you know you're going to judge whether it's working or not. But once you know what you're trying to achieve, then you can begin to work out the who. Who do you actually want to build partnerships with? On a simple level, you know, you need whoever you want to try and build relationships with to be findable on LinkedIn. In other words, you can find them using LinkedIn search criteria. I normally go with job title, industry, and location as a minimum for my search criteria on LinkedIn. LinkedIn has 30 other search criteria and search navigators, so you can be even more specific if you know that there are certain criteria that are relevant to finding the right person, the right partners that you want. But I will say the right partners usually work with you in your, with your target market, but they're not competitors. Instead, your services tend to complement each other. Now, say it pays to go for decision makers in the business that you want to partner with. Otherwise, aim for the person whose role your service directly impacts, and therefore the person that you can actually, for whom you actually solve a problem and for whom you can make their life easier. So once you know your goals and who you want to connect with, then the next stage really is working on how you're going to get them. As I say, in terms of LinkedIn, once you set your criteria of who you're looking for, then you want to find them on LinkedIn and then try and build connections with these potential partners of yours. And it's a simple process of doing a search for the right people, sending your connection request message that says, explicitly that you want to explore working in partnership. So when people connect with you, you know, when they accept your connection request, then you can invite them to a conversation. See, I find that you, know, you don't really need to go into sales mode or sales messages when it comes to forming partnerships on LinkedIn. If you've done your homework correctly and you've identified the right target audience to be partners, many of them will see you coming. In other words, when they see your connection request message, they will get it they will get the potential that partnering with you could bring to both of your businesses. I'm always one to advise that you should go for quality partnerships over quantity. In other words, you want to aim for people who fit your target audience best to reach out to and try and connect with. So with that said, you likely benefit from reaching out to a higher number of potential partners, at least to start off with. You can then boil those who connect with you down to what you want to prioritize and focus on actually developing a relationship with. So the best partners I find from my experience are usually the LinkedIn connections with whom you have good chemistry in the real world of LinkedIn and otherwise, and the people who offer you the best chance to achieve your goal. The big question in any partnership is how will you actually achieve your goals from the partnership? I mean, you, you know, you, so you've got clear goals, you know who you want to connect to, you've got, so you must have a rough idea in your mind of how this partnership is going to work in practice. You must have some sort of rough idea at least about how you're going to both get the results you want. You get the results you want, more customers, your partner gets the results they want as a result of, of working with you. So it all sounds good so far, doesn't it? It's pretty straightforward. I mean, what can go wrong? Really, what can go wrong? I'll tell you the sort of mistakes that kill partnerships. See, my clients tend to come a cropper when they go for partnerships, but in reality, they're not actually looking for or offering a genuine partnership. More often than not, most people want someone to give them a new business. So whether you call it a referral partner, an introducer, a subcontract supply relationship, these are not partnerships in the true sense of the word. Here's the thing. Anyone who's been in business for more than a few months will have a little black book of subcontractors and referral partners that they can call on when they need them. 
you usually build these up from your friends, networking events, and people that you actually do business with in real life. This is the first people that you call on when opportunities arise. This means that your LinkedIn connection partner is only ever going to get work from you once in the blue moon after I finish exhausting all of my other avenues. I get several messages on LinkedIn offering me partnerships, yeah, pretty much weekly. And I reject all of them because they just missed the point. They're only thinking of themselves and them getting more revenue. So let me tell you, if you're going to offer me a commission for getting new clients, well, you can go and take a run and jump, can't you? Because I'm not interested at all. Never will be. So please don't put the offer of a commission in your message to your LinkedIn connections. The simple reason that these pretend partnerships don't work is that when you're asking me to actually sell your service in return for peanuts, it's not going to happen. In most cases, take the fact that on social media posts, for example, or anything else I'm trying to do in terms of offering my clients an additional service or trying to create marketing materials. It's hard enough for me to find enough space and to try and get attention for my core service, LinkedIn lead generation. And it is really rarely in anyone's interest to muddy the waters by suddenly introducing your service into the mix. I mean, given that I know very little about you, your work and how you work, I'm not going to put you above my services. See, the reality is that introducing your service will usually mean I can't talk about my service and myself. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about themselves? Talking about you means essentially diluting attention and focus from my revenues to your business. So you're asking me to take a huge leap of faith that you deliver and that you are what my clients need. It's not just my reputation that's on the line. In my relationships, my credibility and the trust I've built up could all be down the swanny if my partner does not deliver. So don't be surprised when most people refuse to make the leap or they refuse to call on your services regularly and often. So let me ask you a burning question about supposed partnership. So while I'm wasting my time and energy selling your service, what are you doing? What's the chance that you're also busy trying to sell my service to your audience, to your network, to your clients? I'll just leave that to hang, I think. Fact is, most partnerships fail because you want a one-sided relationship that gives you more clients. And, you know, be damned the other person, as far as you're concerned, to be honest. So what's a better way to form genuine partnerships with LinkedIn connections that can make us both money? It may sound like I don't think my clients are being genuine when they say they want to form partnerships with LinkedIn connections. No, that's not the case at all. Because I accept that my clients really believe that they can work with LinkedIn connections to get more business for each other, whether they're going to offer an additional service or they're offering an existing service. And they think they can do it more cost-effectively. The problem is always how they go about making the partnership work. So I've got a handful of great partners that work with us at global.media. So I will share with you what makes my partnerships work. Let's start with a good definition of a partnership because I genuinely think it lays the foundation for getting results that you want. A partnership is an arrangement between two or more people to oversee business operations and share its profits and liabilities. In a general partnership company, all members share both profits and liabilities. So we can extend that definition to say that the purpose of this relationship is to work towards shared goals through a division of labor that all parties agree on. The definitions emphasize that real partnerships involve both parties taking on activities together to deliver 
and also to promote the service. It's not about me doing the marketing for you. I saw some good advice that says that you should work out how your partnerships will work for both of us, not just how it's going to work from your side. Do you have any big ideas for new projects that we can collaborate on? If we're not starting something new, then you have to go and find out what your prospective partners are doing and then work out how you can fit into their strategies. Like I said earlier, if you leave it to happen organically, more chances nothing's going to happen. But if you actually go with a big plan, a clear plan, a workable plan that's going to benefit both of us. I saw good advice that says that you should work out how our partnership is going to work for both of us. I mean, do you have any big ideas for a new project that we can work on together? If you're not starting something new, then you need to find out what your partners are doing and then work out how you're going to fit into the strategies. So regardless of whether we're starting something new or running something that exists already, you need to consider the marketing tactics that you and your partner are currently doing. And then work out who's going to do more of something to make your offer work. I mean, my, my whole point is this. A true partnership involves working together and sharing the costs and the revenue. When it comes to the revenue, sometimes it could be that sharing the full project costs or even just profit sharing. That way, it's in both of our interests to push the service that we're working on together. I know from experience that it can help to build trust with your LinkedIn connections before that you send any work your way. But I don't see many of my partners offering that necessarily to the LinkedIn connections. So I tend to work with the best partners in a service swap or pro bono. That way, it's always the best way to really understand who you're trying to get into bed with, so to speak. So I always find it also helpful that both myself and my partners have a role in delivery of every project. Even if one person's role is just onboarding new clients and doing the routine admin tasks, while the other partner's responsible for actually delivering the service and the work that we offer and that we're providing. It's not hard to get make a partnership work. It's just a matter of actually genuinely intending to form a partnership and then doing what it takes to be together in this, to make it work. Anything short of being together in this is doomed almost to failure. At best, inconsistent, once in a blue moon type of working relationship. So forming partnerships with LinkedIn connections can be a great way to get more clients for your business. Of course it can. I've mentioned some of the pitfalls that potentially lucrative partners and partnerships get hammered by and then they fall by the wayside. So whereas if you approach the right LinkedIn connections with some of the thoughts and ideas of how we can actually work together for mutual benefit, some of which I've mentioned so far today, and that'll certainly help to get the conversation started. Now, when you talk about gen- a genuine partnership, hopefully your new connections will then begin to put real effort into making your partnership work. That's all for today's episode of The Learning With Me, any the LinkedIn guy at global.media. As always, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please give us a like because it matters to us and it looks good on our different platforms. And please push the subscribe or follow button to be the first to know when the next episode comes out. Happy LinkedIn marketing. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.